Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. I am Stuart Roberts and I'm really excited to introduce my new podcast, Hear Me See Me. It's just over five years ago. I did something that changed my life. What it did, more than I could have ever realised, it helped me. I have met some absolutely amazing people, some of the people that work in some of these places. Many of them are volunteers, but some of them, it is their job. I'd had this idea after being inspired by a guy in America I'd seen cutting hair on the streets and seeing the difference it made to the guys who were there. This is more than a job. This is a calling. Hello, this is Stuart from Hear Me, See Me podcast. I'm with a a wonderful hairdresser today by the name of Louis Byrne. Um, He's an interesting guy. Uh, We've got a lot in common. He's a good friend of mine. It sounds like I'm all I'm doing is being a friend of mine at the moment. (laughs) um, We had the pleasure of meeting at Haircuts for Homeless. And um, Louis, how are you doing? Hi, Stuart. Yeah, I'm 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 all right, thanks, mate. I'm 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 pretty good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, not too bad. You're alive and you're well. I'm alive. I'm well. Um, yeah, no, I, I I'm all right. I'm, I'm I actually feel um, pretty pretty grateful for the situation that I'm in. Actually, yeah. um, coming into what we're all experiencing. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I'm pretty thankful, and I'm pretty positive and grateful, definitely. Fantastic. Um, for people who, who, you know, are, are not so familiar with you, could you, tell us about, like, your journey into the industry and, you know, what, what made you go into yeah. it. Okay. Uh, so my my hairdressing journey um, really starts from a super young age, um, from around sort of a, a, a really young child, like five or six um i would I, I my my back my upbringing was a bit difficult so i would go wow. and stay with my aunt um most weekends wow. and um I, we would I, I would do her hair so it would be a way that kind of we could spend the time together um and and yeah i i would do her hair most weekends when i went over there and um that really started me off. Um, right. From then, I went to my local college in Northampton um, and actually trained at the village salon where my aunt lived um, right. and went to college once a week. Um, and from there, went to Hensman's hairdressers in Northampton and then moved to London um, and started at Brooks and Brooks, where I became Ooh, wow. Aunt- at Brooks and Brooks and worked with Sally closely um, internationally and then um, left there and went into session went into more of the session world of hairdressing um, where I assisted Sam McKnight for about four or five years Um, and from there then um, got myself an agent and built up my own clientele and started working more in sort of beauty and um, more mainstream magazines to start off with, like the Look magazines and so on and so forth, doing like the yeah. beauty pages for those. Um, 
and then started working with celebrities. So I started working with Ellie Goulding and did her world tour and her last album campaign. Yeah. And um, I do more media now. So I'm, I'm more of a media hairdresser where I'm working with um, Emma Willis, Vicky McClure. Um, yeah. And I've built myself a really lovely kind of empowered, strong, feminine clientele that um, yeah. have really helped me find my way as well as, you know, as well as I help them. They, they I, I've, I've kind of built a clientele that really have helped guide me um, on yeah. the path where I've needed to be, really. And it, it kind of, it works both ways. So from that, I've developed a, an empowerment movement called I Can, I Am, and I Will. Yeah. Um, which is designed to help people own and embrace their identity, be proud of who and what we are, yeah. um, embrace fear, work with confidence, and that's and that's where I'm at at the minute, really. Um, yeah, that's, that's led me to, you know, it's been featured with Creative Head magazine, um, been featured was part of the January Wellness campaign on the Lorraine show. Um, and yeah it's about connecting and doing something that I'm proud of and that can give back and really help like like with what you do with Haircuts for Homeless you know being of service and giving back is so so important and and it's a way of being truly happy I believe you know we we can't we can't skirt over the fact that you do my lady's hair (laughs) <laughs> which is the lovely, <laughs> the lovely Emma Willis yeah. that I fell in love with. When mm-hmm. I give you a little backstory, my my um, Rylan uh, used to be my he, he done a YTS. He, no, he done a he done a thing from school. What's it called? Trident. He done a Trident in my salon, Rylan. Okay. And he he was he was so funny. And he said, oh, Stu, please give me the opportunity. I said, I love you, mate. I said, but I can't work with you. Drive me mad. <laughs> I said, I can't have you. So that was a big mistake on my part. But he, he you know, uh, and then at some point, I think me and my sister went to the big brother, the, 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 the thing after, you know, the chat in the studio after. Yeah. And I was sitting in the, co- yeah, that's it. And I was sitting on the corner and uh, Emma came down the stairs and uh, she has got the most mesmerising, as you would know, because you work closely, the most mesmerising eyes, isn't she? She has. She has. Um, she um, She's a very special lady, very special yeah. lady for me. You know, um, we met, uh, I've been working with her for about five years now. And, yeah. Um, yeah, we, we met, we actually met through... Ellie Golden. Um, Ellie was going out with Dougie, and obviously Matt is married. Matt, uh, Emma yeah. and Matt are married. Um, and yeah. it was the time when Busted and McFly were doing a joint thing together. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. So that's that's how I, I, I met I met Em. Um, Ellie took me along to a wedding to do the hair of one of the, um, G, Giovanni Fletcher's was getting married. I think it was that wedding, and I went oh, to right. the girl's hair, and Emma was there. And, she yeah. just came into the room and it was just normal. It sat on the court, sat on the floor and kind yeah. of, and we connected then. And, um, she's, she's really, um, she's really helped me turn my life around. Definitely. Yeah. She's really, she's, 
she's normal. She's great. Yeah, yeah. She has she has wonderful values. Um, yeah, you know, uh, family values, personal values. She's a yeah. She's a fantastic friend, and not only that, she values me as much as I value her. Yeah, you can see that in your interaction with things. So you can, you can, you can definitely see that with with yeah. where you are with each other. So I, I just want to clarify yeah. that when you, you know, all these hearts and things, please, please let her know I'm not a dirty old man. I just, uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, I am, but you know, so like, I'm, 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 please tell her I'm harmless. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you're going to have to have a proper meeting. One hand. Yeah, we will. Right. When we get this over. Yeah. yeah. I'll be, I'll be like Star Trek and tongue-tied. Yeah. <laughs> I can't wait to see that. Yeah, yeah, yeah I know. It'd be good for you. You'll, yeah, you'll enjoy that. Yeah. So I just wanted to bring that. But like, so tell me more. So like, because I was into it. I saw the sort of fruition of it. Um, and, and and stood looked from afar and, and in admiration of the new project you've got. Yeah. So tell me, like, the, the, the what was the catalyst? What what you know? Where's that come from? So I can, I am, and I will. Um, came from personal experience. Um, it came from it came from a really dark time of mine. To be honest with you, um, I kind of struggled a fair bit with sort of addiction, um, yeah. alcohol and booze for, uh, alcohol and drugs for, for, for a little bit, um, which, um, you know, came from, came from childhood and came from growing up and not really understanding myself, not really understanding how to be well or how to look after myself or my body or why why certain things would cause me to behave in certain ways or, you know, just, just blocking, blocking stuff out that you, you, you don't want to face and deal with. Um, and it came to a bit of a climax and, um, I ended up, um, having an accident in America. I broke my leg pretty seriously. And I, I, I traveled back after while it, while it was still broken, I traveled back and uh, I had to, um, have a, had my leg pinned and plated and it, and it was a big three months recovery in a cast and during that time you know I had to inject myself in the stomach with blood thinning medication it was it was oh, kind of yeah. really like it was a real time for me to either sit up and take notice of what the hell's going on or or not and and luckily I am a positive person and um you know, I'm I'm a very sensitive person as well, and I can kind of, I I do pick up on pick up on things. Um, so it was a time. So I decided anyway that I was gonna sort of turn my life around. I was gonna I was gonna quit the booze, and I was gonna kind of really start on a journey of um, self care. Um, so that's kind of what I did, and um, I can am and I will is my mantra of. Um, recovery and of wellness and it's basically what it means to me it means skill it means creativity and it means wellness that's my little kind of um, three things that I kind of need to have in place to make sure that I'm functioning properly as as I need to be to make me happy as a person you know and 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 kind of I kind of put into context the things that would make me happy and how I could be happy. 
and, and that's that, and that's what it came out as. Um, and then as I started on this journey, you know, it really affects everything in every level. So my career, my job, my relationships, my connections, my communications, like everything kind of built and my life became better and more fulfilled and, um, you know, and it's the power of positivity and it's wellness and it's, you know, things actually that until I needed to learn them, you know, I'm from a real working class background and I didn't really know about wellness or empowerment or how to, or, or even the word, what, what the words meant along that, along that journey. You know, it, it's not something that we're taught at all. You know, and and as a hairdresser, when we're connecting with people a lot, I think it's I think it's really important that we learn this stuff, and 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 it can make us happier and our lives easier. So that that's basically where it came from. So then I started a portrait project where I I travelled I travelled a bit with it actually. Travelled to Ibiza and London and Lisbon. I would just um, connect with people authentic people that kind of have a journey of their own or have a story to tell of their own and we would just i would do the hair my friends would take the photographs and we would you know collect these beautiful beautiful images um and that's where it started and and it's been a project where i've just kind of let it grow organically Mm. um and then I reached out to a wonderful lady called um, Helen Addis, who's Titty Gritty, on Instagram. Um, again, Emma was hosting a charity event, and, and, and Helen was a speaker there, and she she had had breast cancer pretty majorly, um, and uh, I really, you know, respected her story and what she was about, and she was putting herself out there to talk to people about this, so... I approached her and she agreed to um, have her pictures taken. So we documented the haircut. We documented it was the first time she was photographed with her chest scars. You know, so it was a real intimate, special, connecting, bonding moment. Yeah. And, and um, she, she 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 was able to help me get the project part of. Uh, she seen the value of the project. Um, so. Um, she, she worked for ITV, and, and, and that's how, you know, then I started my connection with ITV and the Lorraine show, and they made it part of their January wellness campaign. Because yeah, I saw that. It was great, wasn't it? It was great, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, we need, you know, this time, I think Corona, and um, even leading up to Corona, you know, things need to change people aren't living their happiest lives are they and no. you know, we get sucked into thinking that having more and doing more and being more is going to make us mm. happier and more content when actually that really isn't the case um we don't really understand what true happiness is i don't believe um the power of positivity and the power of positive thinking and appreciation and sort of just taking stuff in and, 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 and appreciating what we've got is really important. And then after breaking my leg is when actually I came and met you, you know, so that's what yeah. this now, you know, yeah. 
Yeah. And that's how it works. That's the more I do on this journey of wellness and um, looking and self-care and looking after myself, the more my world grows and the more my contacts grow and the more my friendship grows and, you know, we're... I'm able to do things that help people more and meet amazing people that, you know, instead of involving my life in negativity and negative circles and bad behavior through I can and I will and positivity, I build my life in positive circles and positive behavior and helping people. And that for me is much more rewarding. I mean, you've so many things to come back to you with on that that the sorry yeah, I'm the, the, on a bit there, no <laughs> no I loved it I was I was quiet because I was I was enthralled and and but we've got because we've got a similar journey yeah I was just relating you know I was just sitting here relating to so much of it and the biggest thing is that power of positivity that like attracts like doesn't it and if you can change your state like your your being into that of a positive thing it will attract the universe will bring it to you and that's mm. without it's just a natural law law of attraction it's Isn't not it incredible how that works yeah so yeah without you know and you, you don't think it's going to and when you're in a negative state <laughs> it's the hardest thing in the world to get into the positive state but actually yeah. when you do it it's mind-blowing isn't it yes yeah. wow <laughs> I think, I mean, and the, the, the beauty of what you're doing, the beauty of, of, of I can I'm a rule, is the fact that you may be able to bring it to people to use it before people like me and you tend to have to be broken <laughs> to rebuild and fix, right. we? Yeah. you know, and so many people I come across, they get to the point where they have to break themselves to rebuild themselves. So it's the education of something like your, your cause gets people to do that before it gets to that point. It's, it's like, where is your jumping off point? Yeah. I was lucky that mine was at a point where I still had a family and I still... Yeah. But everything is just, is, is only just. You know, I had yeah. a family, only just. I had a house, only I had a business, only just, though. Mm-hmm. I was clinging on to everything with my last fingernails, yeah. you know, like, yeah. uh, and very nearly lost it, all of that. Uh, and it would have definitely gone if I hadn't changed. Yeah, and, and, and that's where I've seen the value of your of Haircuts for Homeless, you know, because yeah. <clears throat> I, I, I came to you to, um, as, it was just after my car, it was, as soon as I was able to walk, I was like, all right, I need to kind of sort of do something now to give back and give my life a bit more of a sense of purpose and to kind of help people and actually yeah. Haircuts for Homeless is something that I recognize how easy people can be in that position. You know, I recognize that it can happen in the blink of an eye and it doesn't make those people any less valuable or, or worthwhile, you know, and that, and found you and, and, and that, that really helped me kind of, you know, Selfishly wise, it helped me feel better mm. about myself and put some good effort in there to helping other people. Mm. And that's and that's what that does, isn't it? Really. Well, I, I think, and this is where my love comes for so many of them guys uh, and ladies, and you know the fact that um, I, I, for thousands of people that we've come across over the years, um, is their stories are so similar and. 
I've met so many people who who just are everyday people. Yeah. You know, you just I've often been surprised that you think, well, how how have you? This, they're not the stereotype of before we go into it, what we think we're going to meet. Yeah. You're meeting, you know, professional people. You're meeting people that have had their own business, people that have had, you know, yeah. like a great education or a wonderful family life, and then it's that catalyst that they, that happens to them, and then you know, it's so easily it's just two steps away, and then it's all gone. Everything just goes, and then once you're in that, it's hard to get out of it, isn't it? Cycles of behaviour, isn't it? It's like, yeah, it's 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 a, it's a tricky one. And I, I guess you know, I, I was lucky that I've got great support networks around me and some mm. great friendships, and mm. and you know, giving myself credit as well. I am I, I've seen the strengths of my character. You know, yeah. I, I I was put under a huge test, and and I I I. I was able to get myself out of it, which, you know, I, we don't give ourselves enough self-respect either no. and, and credit and, 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 and look after, you know, that self-care, isn't it? That, you know, giving yourself a pat on the back, you know, mm. recognizing when you've done something really nice or really good or, you know, that we should, we should be kind to ourselves. It's that self-love thing, isn't it? Yeah. How can you love someone else if you don't love yourself? Um, yeah, which which is, you know, and I I don't ref, I don't think when I was kind of in my negative stages that I you know I thought I did love myself. I think I thought I was the bee's knees. Really, yeah. you know, I thought I was the bollocks. <laughs> yeah, that's the, you know, it's the I, difference, though, isn't it? It's that's <laughs> it's called egomania, mate. Yeah, isn't it, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it's that thing we suffer from as addiction, you know, as a generalism for people with addiction. Yeah. It's this massive ego accompanied by a, a, an extremely low self-esteem. But as and, you know, I'm doing, during lockdown. I am I'm trying to use my time to because I can, I am, and I will is yeah. my passion and and something that. I want to be in my life for the rest of my life and I want it to build and help other people. So I'm using my time to kind of build my knowledge on psychology of of positivity and happiness and wellness. And, uh, you know, I'm trying to do as much as I can on that front during this time. Because, you know, when do we ever... When would we, when when would we ever get time to do this? <laughs> yeah, it, it's insane. So I, for me, it's important to use it posit- positively and productively. So I'm trying to build on my knowledge as much as I can. So I've yeah. got I've got I've got proper kind of credentials behind it. You know, because I know my formula well, skill creativity and wellness works for me, and I know. Yeah that I've been able to transform my life, transform my happiness and my well-being through certain things that I've done in my life. Um, And I 100% want it to help other people too. So it's, yeah, so I'm I'm using this time to try and kind of nail it really so I can get out there and sort of produce something that, you know, we should be taught about these things, you know, we we, and, and, and hopefully we will be. And it, that's the thing. It, it, it's like uh, it's the tools for daily living, to coping with daily life. And we, yeah. you know, like from an outsider looking in, I mean, you think, well, why on earth would you need that? But 
you know, yeah. why on earth wouldn't you? Because of the way people's negative state, you know, generally how it can be. Yeah. But you, you need you need a, a way out. You need something to do to to change that state. You need, a you, know. you need a distraction and you need positivity. Yeah. And Corona is the perfect, you know, now yeah. everybody is faced with their world being turned upside down, aren't they? Yeah. So, whereas before it was a minority of people that had suffered hardships or have got, or have got themselves into negative places. Now everybody has without even knowing. No. Um, and I just think, you know, I find it, well, I, how hairdressing ha- during this time has kind of been featured so heavily um, in the media and in the news and on television and, you know, uh, it's a, a hot topic with everybody. Like, what am I going to do with my hair? How am I going to do with my room? Yeah. You know, what am I going to do about my fringe? Actually, <laughs> give, give yourself a bit of a break and kind of don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah. Break those roots. <laughs> yeah, it's deeper than that, though, isn't it? Because yeah. For some people, it's, you know, personal touch and the only time they get to kind of sit with somebody and kind of yeah. vent and let their feelings out or, yeah. you know, express themselves or, you know, it's about control, it's about empathy. It's a, it's a, it's a beast, but it's super interesting. Yeah, it's fascinating. And it almost feels a bit guilty. I said that earlier that, that you... You almost feel guilty to be enjoying it's the wrong word, just being fascinated by it. Because these are the unique times we're living in, aren't they? You know, like we're actually in the midst of of a point of history that's going to be remembered for, you know, in in for a hundred years. They're going to be, you know, what happened during that time. Do you not think that we were all stuck on a bit of a monotonous kind of treadmill? In yeah. a way, and like it was, you know, it was in a way that it was all we we all needed. No, you have to be really sensitive on how you say it, say yeah, it. It's not as if we needed the death and the destruction and the the, the, the heartache and the terror and. Nah. But the world needed a bit of a break. Nature. I mean, I'm living. Yeah. So I, I live in central London. Um, the skies. And the sunsets are incredible. Yeah. The nature that's in the park, in the parks, in central London parks, there's cranes, there's ducks, there's, you know, there, there's things everywhere. Yeah. And it's just, you know, I, I don't know. It was, I think we just, if, if, we, if we don't find the pre- appreciation of this time, then we live in a bit of a negative sphere about it, don't we? And, and yeah. it's scary and it is a scary time. And, I think right at the very beginning of it, my last day at work, which was filming from The Voice Kids, I think. Yeah, it was about yeah. four weeks ago, pre-record. And I, I, I was panicked. I was, I felt yeah. fear. I felt, I felt gut churningly kind of almost uncontrolled. Like I didn't know how to control myself because yeah. I was in this weird parallel universe where. <laughs> it was all yeah. going shit, um, <laughs> and we were all in that together, weren't we? Cause yeah, we had, it, was, it was a collective thing. Oh, this is the, like the, the, the unique it thing. Like warp, wasn't it? Yeah, it was like world warp to like like yeah. what? With with the first few it. nights of no sleep, of like oh my god, you know, the first few nights of my yeah. fault, you know, uh, what's going on? Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> actually, I, I was looking because I, I, my best mate is my housemate, and we, right. we keep a we keep a regular check on what's going on, obviously. And we live in Westminster, so I'm signed up with the council here. And which I saw house. that. I wanted to talk about that. Yeah, I'll, we'll come on to that. Yeah, tell yeah. me about that. Um, but um, we, you know, we keep a regular eye on what's going on. And today we are, it's, it seems as though we're kind of coming over the curve. Right. Of, 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 of where we stand at the minute with what's going on. Yeah. And that's what lockdown was all about, wasn't it? It was about picking the curve. And you know what? If we could be in America, and that, that is another state of just yeah. scariness, where like you know, yeah. crazy leaders. I was speaking some someone yesterday on a Zoom meeting who lives in. It was from New York, yeah. and they was they was out there, and it, it's, it's scary what she was saying. Yeah, you know, it, it's terrifying. Um, it's terrifying, and and um, I spoke to someone else last week from South Africa, and. You know that it, it, it's all of a sudden. Then you realise the global scale of this. Is that you're think, talking to I people? Think, um, I think um, our government's actually dealt with it pretty well. I think they've dropped the political bullshit, and I think they've come together. And you know, yeah. I feel informed, and I feel like it's not a competition. And I feel like we're actually getting the scientific facts, and and that yeah. and that gives me comfort. Yeah, I think. Um, it, it's not a time for that stuff. Um, people just need honesty. Well, um, and then and then you have Trump. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, I, you know, we'll do. We'll take away the the who money because we don't like what they say. So we'll take all that away from them. <laughs> yeah. God. World Health Organization. Nah, don't need them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's crazy times. It is crazy times. It is. But um, so, what was that? I did see. I loved you in your in your high vis. In my high vis, yeah. How was was that? It was great. So, um, I definitely am a person that needs to have a bit of a sense of purpose, and I think you know um, I've been very active on social media, but that really to help me get through what is happening to me right now, you know, and I need to have an outlay. Um, so the, I signed myself up to volunteer, um, and my first bit of volunteering was um, uh, Westminster Council um, Connect. It's Westminster Council Connect's organisation, and um, they do, they're, they're doing different things to kind of keep the elderly and the vulnerable connected with the community. Um, so uh, Easter, Sunday, Easter Saturday, I, uh, I think uh, Waitrose and m and had um, donated Easter eggs, so... I uh, went out on a bit of a, an Easter egg delivery mission, obviously fully protected with gloves yeah, and yeah. mask and, and left the parcel on the door and kept my yeah. meter distance. And, you know, I think all that stuff is super, super important. And it's cool. like, not as if I'm taking that for granted. I'm definitely not. No. Uh, and yeah, delivered, delivered to people and gave them a little knock on and had a little chat with them if they wanted yeah. to have a chat. And, um, and it was just a really beautiful way to spend my weekend, you know. Oh, yeah. I was out for a good couple of hours, you know. Yeah. Um, but it was actually for an organisation. It was 
it had a meaning, it had a reason. I wasn't just taking the piss and spending my time outside when we're not supposed to be. No. Um, so yeah, and and then and then we just uh, so I'm registered and they call you as and when um, they have stuff that needs to be done. I'm waiting for my DBS check to clear, and then there's sort of food bank deliveries that need yeah. to be done, but you can't do that unless you're, you, you've been DBS checked. And yeah, so obviously right. they're trying to process loads of them at the minute and stuff. Yeah, yeah it's the thing. People, it's got to be done right, hasn't it? That's, uh, you you yeah. hit on a key point there that, it, you know, it's all right being willing, but we've got to do things in the right way. Yeah. Um, and it's got to be it's safe. Cool. And, yeah. And, that was the hardest call for me when we we down tools um, mm. on the lockdown because it, it oh it's so it, it, yeah. I don't know it was heartbreaking that's it but the responsibility uh, we've got a family of over six hundred volunteers yeah um, and for someone to become ill for you saying they need to still go out yeah um, it did you know it was, it was another sleepless night. Um, what's happening with the mission the mission's open um, but they've they've, and like this is was part of the decision that some places like the mission said look we're going to stop all outside volunteers we just want to concentrate on our core service because they didn't want us coming in bringing it into it you see so this is the thing it's it's, you know um, uh, people like Sonia in the office she's working from home now I, well, I was so, listening to Sonia's podcast with you last night when I went to bed. Oh, was yeah. Oh, isn't it beautiful? just, like, heartwarmingly amazing, isn't she? Yeah, she just, uh, she cried all the way through it. I, I know. Actually, I, I just pressed record on the on the <laughs> mic and she started crying. I said, I haven't started yet. She was crying. <laughs> Yeah, I love that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. A beauty paper's just done a beautiful film uh, that's that was coming out, but obviously it's got held back now. But right. um, and it features the mission, and she's she's part of it, you know. And the, when she speaks to camera, it's such a beautiful piece of film, you know. She's yeah. she's a wonderful person. I've got so much love for her, um, you know. And and they're they're still giving out meals. Um, yeah. I was in, on the phone this week to Dublin, our team there, and. The Capuchin Centre's give, still giving out 800 meals a day. Mm. You know, uh, I spoke uh, to her earlier, and um, she's in Northampton. And on her estate where she lives, there's a like a travel lodge or something like she travel lodge or something. And I, I think they've just moved a lot of the homeless from the mm. town centre into the hotel. I know yeah. in central London, I think there was about 600 that had been moved to the, to, to hotels around, but. Yeah. Like Soho Square is a place where they are, I think it's like an official spot. Like the church there has a big outdoor um, place where you can go and, um, right, like a mass place where you can go and pray and stuff. And then they give right. out from the church. And yeah, because I think House of St. Barnabas is there as well, they do. Yeah, that's, that, that's what it is. How yeah, yeah, I've been, I've yeah. been in there. I've done some stuff with them, and yeah. they're an amazing um, organisation that teach people to go into catering, and it's like a members club. But they they get homeless people to work within it and train and learn. So right. I don't, yeah, I'm not shocked at all that they're doing something proactive there in the yeah. square. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah also, I mean, everyone's doing what they can, but you've got to do it well, haven't you? You've got to do it right. 
You've got to do it well. You've got to do it right. I mean, I, I think, you know, I've seen the homeless people are coming together as a community as well. And yeah. it seems that they're gathering together and it's not, it's not troubled gathering together. It's, it feels more supportive, and it feels more like yeah. you know that they're, they're helping one another, um, which is which is good because you know we you know you want to help, but what you have to do things by the book. So. Yeah, of course. But we're not surprised at that because when we go to the mission and we do what we do, we see the camaraderie they've got and that you know the, how much they speak, look out for each other, don't they? Yeah. You know, there are there are flare-ups and there are rivalries and there are sort of, you know, everyday human things, but yeah. it, it's a, it's wonderful to see such, you know, yeah. like, really in the worst of times, they've got the best of natures for each other. They? I was thinking about them when, when it first happens, like, mm. you know, obviously because we have media and we've got, we're, we're, we're connected, aren't we? Yeah. Like, yeah. Because we're present and we're, we're living in the moment. We're connected and we know what exactly what's going on. But can you imagine, like... Not yeah. like being being high or being drunk, and then all of a sudden everything's shutting around you, and yeah. like yeah. being closed and no people on the streets, and just like I mean that's mind blowing, isn't it? Yeah, I, I, I think the, the day when before they shut everything on that Monday. When all of a sudden, you know, it wasn't the best thing. He could have done it better. Was when Boris said, "Don't go to the theatre, don't go to pubs," yeah. but didn't yeah. shut them. Yeah. Uh, and my, my wife and my daughter went up there because they got this. Uh, they had tickets for a show that night. Yeah. And you know, they gradually got the further into the town they got, and then all of a sudden they said it just was crazy because it just mm. was empty. It's not a movie It's not a movie Yeah. I'm just off Carnaby Street, and um, oh yeah, yeah. It's it's literally you know it's silent and it's still and it's quiet and just I'm I'm, docu- I'm trying to get as many photographs as possible to oh, yeah. uh, just to keep, keep keep really for reference point of like what it yeah. was yeah there's some stunning images going on aren't there where people are managing to say there's pictures of empty tubes trained you know and yeah <laughs> it's just surreal isn't it no, Bonk- bonkers but we mustn't go bonkers my friend no, well, that's the thing, and I think you know, keeping connected and expressing how we feel, and yeah. you know, finding outlets to kind of, you know, be okay is really mm. important. I, I feel really blessed because, as you've got with your um, uh, project yeah. and what you've come to learn about things, I've got it in recovery, and I've I've said before, yeah. I've never I've never been so grateful for my recovery. Yeah, like last. Last Thursday, I think it was, I was 14 years sober. And, mate, mate, that, you know, that, that's incredible. Well done. Uh, it's, it, well, it's just, it's just, it's just great. I'm a grateful of it. That's, it's more the fact of, um, I'm just so grateful of, of, of being out of it for that time. And, but the tools it's given me, yeah. you know, never before have you needed them like this, you know, <laughs> the thing of like, you know, taking stock, um, self analysis, uh, promptly admitting when I'm wrong. Yeah. I keep doing that, you know, because I'm sucking ass with my family, <laughs> yeah. you know, who can't wait on. for me to go on my long walk to get rid of me, and you know, uh, yeah. all of these things. And it, but it's a meditation, prayer, all the yeah. things that I use just to live on a normal day. It's yeah. really helping me through all well, of the things. Queen, the Queen spoke about meditation in her speech, didn't she? Which yeah. was quite, quite groundbreaking, I thought. And yeah. You know, 
and it's that collective thing, isn't it, of people, uh, the consciousness raising, yeah. uh, you know, uh, as a race. Yeah. You know, like if, if we can just raise the consciousness. Oh my god! Uh, if we could all, if we could all like exist under like a positive vibration yeah. of meditation and wellness, then yeah. we're onto a winner, mate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my my mate sent me a little video of a little. It was like a little toad on a on a pond, <laughs> and it was it was just like just croaking, but it was croaking. All the the, the ripples was going along the water. Yeah, and that was just the best symbolisation I've seen yeah. of, of of positive energy just travelling out. Awesome. You know, and that's what you know, and it it's it's fantastic what you've done. I I, I do I love I love seeing it form. I love those images. That uh, who does this? Who was doing your photographs with you? So um, I've got a couple of photographers. Liam Bundy is um, the guy that I use in London. Um, mm who's a guy that I've known for many, many years from like when we, but he was an assistant and uh, I first started shooting editorially and I kind of wanted to work with him and I really love his work and we, we try and shoot as much natural light as possible. All the images are completely unretouched. Uh, yeah. um, they're a ca- captured moment in time. They're about positivity. They're about expression they're mm. about me being able to get in and just create with the hair. We connect. It's a really beautiful experience when we're mm. kind of working all, all together because it's sensitive and it's and it's real and it's mm. you know it's special. I've actually got a new little series that's going to launch at some point, um, which is I can, I am, and I will in conversation. Right. The next, the next part of it is I am. Um, um, documenting the hair, me doing the hair. So I've got like a subject. I'm cutting and styling the hair. It's all being filmed and videoed. Yeah. And I've got a guy called Ben West who started a charity called Walk to Talk. Um, right. His brother unfortunately killed himself. Um, right. And Ben found him. And so uh, he oh. started a charity called Walk to Talk and it went mm. to Parliament and it got lobbied and stuff. So we talk about we talk about um, his experience of grief, and I, you know I lost my brother when I first. That's what led me to move to London. Um, right. My brother was killed in a car accident, so we shared a similar kind of grief, although yeah. different circumstances. So we talk about that in there, and then I've got another subject, Hazel, who had a really rare form of cancer, and it was the first time she'd ever spoken about that publicly and yeah. lost all of her hair and she has the most amazing beautiful hair so we yeah. take we take gorgeous pictures of them and it's all being filmed and documented so at yeah. some point that is the next the next thing to come out wonderful yeah I'm, I'm looking forward to it you know like and it makes such, such an impact on people and and it can be just that one thing that one aspect of it that one yeah. little seed that goes into someone that's suffering on a different level you know, isn't it? It's all yeah. and, and and we we're, we're in such as hairdressers, we're in such a unique position, aren't we? Yeah. And, um, we're in a very, very, very important position in people's lives, and and oh. we we can make a massive difference. You know, yeah. if you have a shit haircut, it makes you feel shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, That's the strap line of the new movement. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Corona hair. 
<laughs> but it, you know, like, and, and and I think maybe maybe there has been times when you know, as an industry, it's been overlooked and all of these things, and there's wonderful work being done by the British Beauty Council of acknowledging the power that, that the industry's yeah. bringing and the good that the industry's yeah. bringing to the to, to the government. And it's on a positive turn, I believe, don't you? Yeah, yeah, definitely. And and I, but I think this strangely will help no end because you don't know you've how important something is just till you've lost it. Yeah. And all of a sudden they've lost us for a yeah. few weeks and yeah. they're thinking, God, I really need my hairdresser. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's important. Yeah, and if it's not even for the hair, it's for the it's for the conversation, for the yeah. chat, for the empathy and all the things that we bring to people. Yeah. 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 Well my friend, I've uh, thoroughly enjoyed this. Yeah, me too. Me too. Um, it's so nice to um, speak to you. And hopefully, it won't be too long before um, no. we get to do our thing. We get we, to do the haircut for homeless again, and yeah, uh, pretty and soon, hopefully. And then you know, yeah, coffee after, big hug all round. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's what I've missed the most, mate. No, oh, <laughs> I'm very. I'm like a big tactile bear, and I do. I do miss it. <laughs> I've really enjoyed, actually, do you know what I have enjoyed? Um, I've really enjoyed being part of the WhatsApp group of Haircuts for Homeless too, And, yeah. uh, you know, it's been really nice to still stay connected to people. And, you know, we're, yeah. we're, all, we're, we're, we're all different. And, um, you know, but we all have equally as much to offer as one another. And it's yeah. been really lovely to sort of get support and show support on that level too. I've really, really appreciated that. Well, the privilege I have is that I'm in all of those groups across the UK and Dublin. And uh, the privilege is watching and observing the difference in the characters. Do you know, like, like, you know, we've got our Whitechapel one, which is very cosmopolitan. You know, I've got my lovely... A Romford chat that's very Essex, you know, yeah. <laughs> and and, uh, and, and, I sh- and and it's not by no means a favourite, but I have to say the most fascinating is the Dublin one because it, it's full of filth. They're just yeah. filthy. It's hilarious <laughs> and filthy, and I love every minute. Of it. <laughs> you get some that are very official, you know, and it's like, oh, we're going to be doing this, 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 and this, and then you get the Irish coming with just. just with yeah. the dirty videos and this yeah, 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 yeah. but you know it, it, and it's the beauty of people and it all around the, and they're, but they're, whenever I go all around the UK the, 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 the thing that joins us all is, is our love for people and our, our love for what we do you know yeah. it, it's wonderful to see yeah I mean it's a very unique special gift and talent that we have to be able to kind of transform some yeah. of these way of thinking and how they feel and how they think about themselves and yeah you know um I, i'm we're, we're very blessed that we've got that I, I i feel super lucky and i i love i love 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 my job i miss my job incredibly yeah. right now like yeah 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 i miss it so much but you know it will be back and it and, will be back and this will pass and and, yeah. and, and you know new skills will be learned and hopefully new lessons yeah, well, you're an amazing man. I love to, I, I love that I've met you. And, yeah, um, you too, bro. Like, thanks so yeah. much for coming on the podcast. And uh, 
I, I'll put all the, the, the links to everything at the bottom, you know, when it goes on about the charity and everything that you do. Yeah. And, uh, you know, just great talking to you. Thank you so much. Cheers, G. Thank you. Bye. Cheers, mate. Bye. Just over five years ago, I did something that changed my life. What it did, more than I could have ever realised, it helped me. I have met some absolutely amazing people, some of the people that work in some of these places. Many of them are volunteers, but some of them, it is their job. This is more than a job, this is a calling.